0: This program brought to you by CostlessPaymentSolutions.com. Good morning.
1: I'm Mark Grant from Costless Payment Solutions, your host this morning of the Be Connected Business show. And it's a pleasure to have you with us this morning. My guest is Laurie Brook from the Relationship Architect. How are you, Laurie?
0: I'm really good. Thank you, Mark. How are you today? I am excellent.
1: Thank you very much for asking. <laughs> it's um, i I think I've, I've known you for uh, for several months. Um, we are both members of Be Connected World and uh, mm-hmm. you know, we see each other online mainly because of distance. But be, before we discuss your business, I like, I'm sure our listeners would also like to know more about you. So what we're going to do, we're going to have a short break and we're going to listen to some music and then we're going to continue to learn more about Laurie and her business. Welcome back to the Be Connected Business Show. I'm Mark Grant from Costless Payment Solutions, and we're still with Laurie Brook from the Relationship Architect. I can hear our listeners thinking, the Relationship Architect. Hmm, that's very, very interesting. Laurie, can you tell us a little bit more about the Relationship Architect?
0: Mark, the Relationship Architect is all about communication, really. It's about how we communicate and create relationships that are actually serving us and that make us happy and fulfilled. And we don't end up in those conflict cycles that we can so easily fall into when it comes to our relationships. It's one of those things that if we can focus on learning how we communicate and learning the way that we listen, the way that we respond, the way that we react, then we can start to take those skills and apply them to all of our relationships, not just our relationships at home.
1: Yeah, yeah, very, very good. Yeah, um, I think what I learned from that is communication is the key to it all.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: It's quite um,
0: simple, really. (laughs) When you say it, not in practice. (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah i think some of our listeners are probably saying oh they make it sound so simple yeah Yeah. um from my knowledge of you i know that you were a family lawyer in a previous life why Mm -hmm. the change
0: why the change for me when i practiced family law i loved practicing representing children so i did a lot of work um as what is known as an independent children's lawyer. So representing um, the children in the family law process. And they would be appointed or an ICL would be appointed when there was high conflict or there was serious allegations. So there's certain thresholds that have to be met. But a lot of the time, the communication between the parents at that particular juncture was almost non-existent. And so the impact that that ongoing conflict had on the children was really prevalent and you could really see what was going on and how it was impacting them and their relationships with each of their parents. And what I wanted with my, with my, I suppose, my purpose was this isn't right. This isn't nice. You know, putting aside all of the horrible, horrible stuff that can happen to children Um, in family situations or in any situation. So putting aside the the abuse, the neglect, the domestic violence. When you've got children who are impacted by or surrounded by adults who don't know how to communicate, that's what they're going to grow up and learn. They're going to grow up and learn those skills that their parents were displaying. And so if their parents didn't know how to display appropriate communication skills they weren't going to learn anything better themselves. So it was all about how can I make a change because repeating this cycle isn't going to help anyone. And so that's been my journey, I suppose, since I stopped practising family law was working away, working at systems, working at courses, designing things to really try and help the parents develop better communication skills. So that's what they were displaying at home and creating the example of for the children because if we're going to create a different generation then we have to start practicing that and start setting the example of that
1: at home oh so so very true i think from what i've seen and what i've experienced i think at times the children are the innocent pawns and all this and they're often put out there to dry you know used as carrots in a bargaining war just yep, absolutely, you know, they're still developing mentally, you know, and yeah, affects them long term. Yeah, no, it look, is, and,
0: it's, and sometimes it's not because the parents are doing it on purpose; they just don't know a better way to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look, thank thank you very much. That's that's a great insight, and thanks, yeah, for for using those examples for us. So, what we're going to do? We're going to take another short, quick break, and we'll be back to talk about and I'm interested to get your thoughts Laurie on how mortgage stress, rental stress and cost of living pressures are impacting your business and the clients that you're you're helping. So more with Laurie after this short break. So good to have you with us this morning. I'm still with Laurie Brook the relationship architect and for those who don't know me I'm Mark Grant Costless Payment Solutions. Before the break we mentioned three important stages of people's lives here in Australia at the moment, they being mortgage stress, rental stress, cost of living pressures. So, Laurie, cost of living pressures, how are they impacting on your clients and obviously your business?
0: I think if I take it um, from the business, you know, point of view to start off with, Mark, obviously people don't have that extra funds to be able to spend on reaching out to different people to help them with where they're at when it comes sure. to their relationships. So that makes things a little bit difficult. And it then, I think that then turn flows on to the rental stress and the mortgage stress that people are facing is that when funds are tight, that puts a strain automatically on our relationships and we start to get agitated and we start to stress, and we our emotions start to run that little bit higher when it comes to where are the funds disappearing to you know making choices, what are our priorities in terms of our spending and having those conversations with you know what those priorities are and where we need to you know put our funds this you know this week because let's face it at this particular point in time for a lot of people, it's a week to week. Or paycheck to paycheck.
1: Yeah, so true.
0: And so when we have to have those conversations so frequently um, and our communication is not good and our emotions are running high and it puts that added level of, I suppose, um, conflict already or angst over our communication, things can start to get out of hand. And that's definitely the time when you need to reach out to someone and say, hey, can you help us? Because we don't want to go down this spiral, but we don't have the funds to get there. Yeah, We don't have the funds to pay for people. So being able to help people and show them that there are alternatives, that there are ways that you can get this help without having to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. And also bearing in mind that if you can find the funds at this point, to get some help, it's a hell of a lot cheaper to find those funds than it is to go through a separation or divorce process.
1: Absolutely. I, I suppose it's, you know, um, speaking on behalf of the man's point of view, I suppose it's sometimes uh, looked or frowned upon that a man will not ask for help because if they do, they're looked at, at as an inferior male, if that's a choice of words. But from what you've said, I think what's most important Hey, you're not. Male's not just thinking about a male. He's thinking about his partner in life, his family. So, just has to uh, what's the word, harden up, <laughs> and and know that there is help like what you provide out there. You know, to to help people navigate these uncharted seas that they're they're in.
0: And it's that is so true, and I look at it like. You can use the sporting analogy of having a coach, right? You know, you get a coach in your corner to help you train, to help you get through that event that you want to get through or to train for the Olympics or to, you know, whatever it is that you're training for. Or you go to the doctor when you're sick to get some help and get some advice so you know what you need to do to get yourself better. And your relationships are no different. It's just that we have to make the the conscious choice to ask for that help because it's not something we're used to, especially when that hasn't been any example set for us by our parents or our family.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, just like, you know, that, that event that happened in the world there, you know, three years ago, it's um, created a new world for us to not only just live in but to, to do business in as well. So, you know, COVID has changed changed everything forever.
0: Oh, it certainly has. Um, and, you know, we learned a lot about ourselves, I think, through that time, which is something that, you know, I try and be grateful for because when we can take those learnings and go, you know what, we learned how to live in an environment where we couldn't go anywhere, we couldn't escape. We had to try and figure out how to coexist in a small Living space, like for me, for myself, I was with my husband and my daughter in a two-bedroom unit, mm-hmm. um, and you know, you had to make some conscious choices as to where you placed yourself to get work done, to make sure that you were doing what you needed to do for your own mental health, um, and be conscious of everyone else around as well. Yeah,
1: that's that's it. Just uh, open your eyes a little bit wider
0: absolutely yeah absolutely
1: well look, thank you I, that's um that's opened my eyes to uh a few little things here you've just divulged to us so what we'll do is we'll take another another break and we'll back with Laurie um, to give us some more pointers in um, how we can let's let's just say enhance whatever relationships the matter to us in our lives so back soon. Welcome back to the Be Connected Business Show. I'm um, you with Laurie Brook from a Relationship Architect, and your host this morning is Mark Grant from Costless Payment Solutions. So, Laurie, if, and I'm sure we do, we'll have any listeners who are wanting to contact you to seek some help with their relationships, how would you like them to do so?
0: Mark, they can contact me um, either by phone. So my contact number is one three hundred four triple three oh two. Or they can find me on my website, um, therelationshiparchitect.com.au. Yeah,
1: love love the business name. It's very, very pertinent. And look lastly, before we finish um our show this morning, could you please give us say three tips on what We can do, and I'm just speaking generally now in our relationships, to strengthen.
0: So the first thing that we can do is to be generous with each other. And when I say be generous, I'm talking about understanding how we create those positive feelings with our partners So thinking back to when things were going really well, what would you do or what would they do for you that you really liked that made you feel happy and loved and secure and trying to do something to recreate those feelings for them um, for no other reason, but that you want them to feel that way. So that's my first one. The second one is about helping you to feel positive about them and one really good exercise that I love giving my clients to do is to grab a notebook and every day for at least a month, if not longer, to write one nice thing that their partner did that day. Oh, great idea. And it just, it really helps you to start to look for the positives, even when we're having a bad day and they're getting on our nerves. When you start to look for the positives, that's what start to appear more often. And then that helps you to create And be generous and to, you know, find those feelings for each other again. And then lastly, it's about talking and being open and honest with each other and being able to be vulnerable and share how we are feeling and doing it um, without having our partner actually want to fix the problem. But just this is what I'm feeling and this is what I want you to know and not provide a solution.
1: Some great, some great tips there. I'm sure our listeners have um, found that beneficial also. Well, Laurie, thank you so much for being on our show this morning. Um, thank you for giving freely of your, of your time, also of your tips. And uh, obviously, you know, it, it's given us a new insight into the relationship architect. And as I can see and as I've um, seen, I should say, in my um, neighbourhood, that, you know, relationships, you know, some relationships are really facing, you know, uh, uncertain times with financial pressures imposed on us all. And knowing that someone can contact you where you're dedicated to help them, you know, sort out um, and get them on back on track. I think that's so important and so pertinent um, to people's lives these
0: days. Thank you so much for having me, Mark, because at no. the end of the day, if we can help people through this process, it's it really will change the future for our children.
1: No, thank you. Well, thanks again, Laurie, and look forward to seeing you again soon.
0: Thank you. Okay, bye.